Welcome to the Project You podcast. I'm your host, Jen Keller, a woman of faith, a wife, a mom, an insurance agent, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. In a world where being perfect seems to be the goal, it's important to know whose we are and who we are. We aren't called to be perfect. We're called to be better today than yesterday. And I'm on a mission to help women become more of who they were created to be and less of who they were told to be. The real unlock is the inner work, and that's what we're here to do. Hey girl, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Project You podcast. I'm so excited that you have made the time to join me in this journey as we step more into who we were created to be and we leave behind those shoulds, right? Uh, The last episode really talked about my... um, just my takeaways from the retreat I went to, but more importantly, the running my race, not sprinting my race. And if you recall, I was talking about just the excitement that comes from thinking about a different pace. And a week later, I've had a lot of realizations and um, honestly, a lot of resistance. And that's what I'm going to talk with you about today. I think it's easy to come to a podcast and listen to all the things that are going right. It's it's easy for someone to record a podcast when all they're talking about are all the things that are going good and the successes. Um, you know, it's a little less appealing for someone to come in and uh, be vulnerable and real and raw about the things that are presenting resistance. And so I promised you all in the first episode, this was going to be a real and raw place to come. Uh, and I'm going to keep my word. So some of the things that I'm uncovering as I'm really trying to go from that like full sprint speed to pacing myself and running my race, um, the resistance is more of, it's an internal thing than what I'm getting from from others or the external factors. Uh, I'm really having to Number one, recalibrate some beliefs. Uh, There's a deep belief in me that if I'm not going and producing, then I'm not moving forward. And that that's a belief that's that's a hard one. Um, If I'm not sprinting, am I worthy? Now, I thought I'd already corrected all this worthiness stuff. (laughs) I've been doing the work. Uh, but listen, when you're, you're healed and you're healing, you're more self-aware. And so I don't, I don't think it's, it's a worthiness battle, but there is a wound that's, that's still open there. And, and I have to continuously be aware of it. Um, and, and I might, I might have just convinced myself that I'm, I'm a believer that we can heal, but we're always triggered. Once there's a wound, once there's a scar, we're always triggered. Um, and that might not be the case if, if, say, I had surgery on my knee, my knee had healed back, and I just had a scar. I may not physically feel trigger, 
um, on, on an outside wound, but something interior, I think we're always going to carry that with us. I think that's a, a realization, um, a self-awareness that we need to know. We need to know that because we were hurt in such a way, because we, uh, as a child, had to achieve and do to, to feel loved, that we're always going to have to be very careful when it comes to pulling back from being on the go. And that's something that's been a, a big realization for me. And, and if I'm completely honest, this last week, coming back from that retreat, I thought, you know, like I'm going to be like rocket ship to the moon, enthusiast of all things, uh, super optimistic, super positive. But honestly, like it's taken me back. This work, this movement from sprinting to Running has been a lot harder than I than I anticipated. And the wild thing is, is that I've been working on this for some time. And so, you know, if, if you're trying to recalibrate a belief, if you're trying to um, break a bad habit, create a good habit, change your lifestyle, give yourself some grace. It may look easy on Instagram. It may sound easy on the podcast. It may be X, Y, Z when you see her do, you know, whatever she's doing. But we don't know the work it took for them to get to where they are. Don't assume it's going to be easy. In fact, in my Lent practice today, I'm recording this on the very first day of Lent, Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Um, I'm, I'm reading about 40 difficult teachings, the, the 40 difficult teachings of Jesus. And so every day for the next 40 days, I'm going to read one of his teachings. And, and the first one um, was that, you know, life's going to be difficult. And you all have heard me say it already, like we're not promised an easy life. In fact, we're actually told that it's going to be the direct opposite of easy. And that teaching went on to talk about you know, having strong faith, surrendering to the hardship. And by, by having a deep relationship with Jesus, that's the only way we find joy in difficult times. And so I know I went, I went down another path here with recalibrating beliefs, but your beliefs have to be so deep and something so much bigger than you to recalibrate a lifestyle. I have to remind myself that I'm worthy of my life and the love and who I am and those that love me and the things that I have, even if I'm not at a hundred mile an hour sprint. I have to remind myself of how far I've come and celebrate that, sit in that, reflect on that. Because that wasn't all for none, right? Like that got me here. And what's going to get me there is not the same pace I've been, I've been going. And, and that constant reminder of who I am and why I'm doing it, remembering the why, that's what keeps me trudging forward. And also, like, just being real. You know, last night I had a, a very real moment in the kitchen with my husband, and I just told him, I said, I feel stuck it's my fault. I feel stuck. I'm here, you know, and uh, he just kind of looked at me 
And I, you know, obviously mouthed off and, you know, could have done that more eloquently. (laughs) But I, in, in the season that I'm in this week, trying to recalibrate those beliefs, I do feel stuck. But I'm not a tree, as my, what my great friend says, like, you're not a tree, you're not stuck, move. And so, like, that's, that's what I'm going to do. Like, I'm going to keep trudging forward because I'm not stuck where I'm at. And I can recalibrate these beliefs and I can move forward and I can reprogram my mind to truly know that sprinting my race doesn't have to be the way. So that's number one, recalibrate the beliefs. Number two is boundaries. Oh my goodness, boundaries and the need for boundaries are popping up in all corners of my life. I am seeing more and more the need for boundaries, both in my business, in friendships, um, with my family. And as I go from sprinting to running, I have to have more boundaries to really support my beliefs. And that's the thing, how number one bleeds into number two. And if you're trying to build a habit, you've got to put up a fence around where you need to go. And when you think about construction sites and you think about, um, you know, when a building's being erected, you see, I'm thinking about my friend here in Owensboro. He's got a big booming company that does this. Shout out to Digger. Um, but, he, you know, when you see the construction sites, you always see like the metal fence with like the black felt, right? Because they're putting up a fence around what they're building to protect the construction site, right? To keep people that don't belong in that construction site out of that environment until they get it built. Because until it's built, there are so many stages of, of vulnerability. And that's what boundaries are for us. We got to put boundaries up when we're building new beliefs, when we're building a new life, when we're heading a new way to protect ourselves, protect what we're building from what doesn't belong there. That may be people. That may be a certain environment. That may be a messy bedroom. Look, where you lay your head at night make such a difference to how you rise. If you go to bed and your room is a disaster, well, guess what? You're waking up in chaos the next day. If you don't make your bed, you're telling yourself that you don't value the things that you have. It's so simple. What we do with little, we, what we are expected to do with a lot. If we can't make our bed as simple as making our bed every day, these big dreams that we want, who knows if we're going to be a good steward of them if we can't make something as simple as our bed that we lay in every night, right? It's those little things that if we're, if we're an autopilot, we're not thinking about. And I've been talking a lot about autopilot lately because this world, so many people are living on autopilot. And look, I there's no diss from this girl on automating things because I love some automation. I love habits. I love scaling. But you can't live with your mind and your heart on autopilot. You've got to live intentionally. You've got to feel. You've got to do. You've got to put yourself in vulnerable, uh, vulnerable things so that you can grow. You can't just go through the motions with your heart and your mind. That's what causes anxiety. 
because we're not being intentional with our environment. We're not being intentional with what we're allowing into our minds and our hearts. If we're just binging Netflix on the coolest, most hip series or whatever they're called now, you can, you can see I don't do a lot of Netflix, but y'all, we have to stop. We have to put up boundaries. We have to put up the fences because what we allow in then has power over where we're going. And this girl, I've got to stop allowing in all this hustle culture, right? Like you see it. You can go back to my post, my Instagram, and see I teeter-totter back and forth, work-life integration to grind, let's go, because that's my current season. I'm trying to condition my heart and my mind in knowing that, hey, Jen, guess what? This pace will be successful. And guess what? It's going to get you further because you're going to be intentional. You're not going to be burning the candle at both ends. You're going to be caring for yourself. You're going to be scaling and you're going to be living the example that all of your agents in your insurance business want to aspire to. Therefore, they're going to get more done. You're going to be more effective and efficient. Therefore, you're going to get more done. I've got to believe that so deep in my soul and there's so many boundaries that have to be put up around those beliefs. Number three, the dream calendar. I've been working on this all week. What would it look like if time nor money were an object? What would your dream calendar look like? What would your dream Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, every day of the week, what would it look like? What time would you start? What would you do? Excuse me. (laughs) I told you it was going to be real. I can't help the sneezes. Um, What would you do? How would you fill your days if, if the bank account didn't matter? If you had all the time in the world, what would you do? Now, if you're thinking about taking work completely off the calendar, you got to be a little bit more realistic there. And maybe you need to look for a new work because if you completely want to take work out and maybe you're not at retirement age, well, maybe you need to find something you enjoy doing where that is something you want on the calendar. And if that's the case, I'm growing my insurance biz and I'm looking for ambitious, hardworking, big dreamers to join my squad. And if that's you and you want to learn more, slide into my DMs at the Jen Keller. I'd love to talk to you more about a big career and big opportunities opportunities for helping people with my insurance business. But what does that dream calendar look like? And I want you all, this is your call to action this week. I want you to set for 15 minutes. And if you're somewhere like I am in Kentucky today and it's 60 degrees, set outside in the sun and just let the pen and paper go. What would your dream days look like? then put some boundaries around it. Recalibrate the thoughts and believe that you can build the calendar to that. And just because it's not possible today doesn't mean you give up on the dream. All good things come to those who make it work, put in the work and have the beliefs. And the last thing, number four, is asking for what you need. This is a hard one for me because Uh, asking for help in my household growing up was a sign of weakness. And I've ran uh, a lot of my life from anything that made me look weak. That's a whole nother podcast. But asking for help was one of them. And it, it takes time and time again, nurturing that wound and calming that trigger 
that it's not weak to ask for help. It actually empowers those around you to be a part of the mission. People want to be where you're going. People want to be a part of the solution. We've got to ask them. And you know what? If I need something different for my family and my friends to help me get these these new thoughts and this new lifestyle calibrated, then I've got to ask for it. I've got to make sure that they know what I need from them moving forward so they can be a part of that. It's not fair to those around us if we don't tell them what we need and ask for what we need. If we just assume that they're going to know, then we're just putting us all in this big ball of chaos. We've got to ask for it. So as we, as we conclude today, here's, here's the thing. You don't have to be going 100 mile an hour to feel worthy of success. That's what I've taught myself over this last week. But I need help reminding myself of that. I need to put myself in the environments with the boundaries and the thoughts to really ingrain that into my heart and soul. So until next time, think about what that dream calendar looks like. Think about what time would look like if you could choose how to place every hour of the day in a way that allows you to be your very best version and contribute at your highest potential. And remember, we don't have to sprint to get there. Our pace, our objective here on this earth is to run our race until we, we see we hit that, that foot is across that finish line. So until next time, I hope you find all the ways to support yourself in running your race. The real unlock is the inner work, and that's what we're here to do.